You know, one of the things I love to do is assisting young adults who are discerning God's will. Recently, a college student wanted to talk about his vocation. Actually, it was the last summer, possibly to the priesthood, which has led to regular FaceTime conversations as he is a student at an out-of-state university. His parents were here for a short time. They've moved away. He really doesn't have any connection to Carmel anymore, really, except for our conversations. We often pray nighttime prayer and talk about faith and life at the end of the day via FaceTime. He is a wonderful young man that will change the world someday. Having done this sort of thing many times, I've noticed a formula that starts with the moment of conversion when, for the first time, a person comes to know the immensity of God and the love that God has for them, but simply they're in love with God. Then it seems that they move to a phase that I call disparity, when they realize how sin separates them from the love of God and they repent. And then they begin to see how far away our world is from God. That's where I am with this young man who is discerning. And that disparity seems to be daunting to him. He saw a YouTube video last fall that horrified him of a group of people standing in front of the capital in Buenos Aires, Argentina. At first, it seemed like they were watching an intense penalty kickoff in a club, uh, a world cl- a club soccer game f- final, and dressed in green jerseys, all are silent, waiting for bated breath, until all of a sudden they rep- erupt in cheers of jubilation. Victory at last, and confetti is spilled into the streets. It seems awesome until one realizes that the grand celebration is about passing a bill in Parliament that allowed abortion on demand in Argentina, no matter where one is politically or morally, seems odd to cheer over the future deaths of future unborn children. So instead of being ready to stand for the truth, he has speculated that God is about done with us. That's it. The end is near. At first I was patient, but then it kind of got annoying. One day he asked, Father, do you think this is really the end times? When do you think Jesus is coming? He's not the only one who's asked that question over the last year. But that day I snapped back, look, it's either Tuesday or Wednesday of this week, okay? And at first he looked terrified. And I took him to task for his escapism. That the second coming sounds like a great way to get out of all of this mess, and he's not the only one. He seems like a child who has made a big mess in the playroom with his siblings, but when it comes to cleaning up the mess, he'd rather not. It's overwhelming. Come, Lord Jesus, this is too hard. My young friend comes to mind in light of our readings today, and also in light of the unsettling time in which we live. There are two interesting words in today's gospel, metanoia, which means conversion in Greek, and kairos, which means time in Greek. The first word, metanoia, includes or indicates a serious change in life. That is, walking one way, largely with the sinful world around us, and then after an encounter with God, in our case, Christ, we start walking the opposite way, marching to a different drum in life. 
Jesus's drum, if you will. My young friend had clear, ex clearly experienced metanoia, and he will never be the same again. Having repented from his sins, he needs to replace old sinful patterns in his life with a new life, with new priorities. And his transformation has been amazing as he, be he began to use his many gifts and talents to do God's will, to convert his classmates and to help others in need. Jesus also said, the time has come. In English, we have one word for time, but in Greek, there are two words, kairos and chronos. Chronos simply means the passage of time. In English, we say that someone has a chronic illness, for example, which means a long illness, not necessarily a bad one, but a long illness like a cough or arthritis. St. Mark uses the other time word, kairos, which means an important or pivotal moment or a suitable time. It was time for Jesus to begin his ministry. The time appointed by God for his salvation to be known to the whole world. A huge moment in human history. Each of us also has our own kairos moments as well when things come to a head and we are forced to make a fundamental choice in life, a sacred moment when Jesus invites us to make a decision for him and all mankind and against the world, the world of sin. I believe my friend has experienced his Kairos moment. Everything he has done in his life has been pointing in a particular direction and he is choosing a path to never look back, most likely, as a priest. Every priest, every sister, every sacramentally married person has a kairos moment as we live for Jesus and not for ourselves, as we live for others and not for ourselves. St. Agnes, whose feast we celebrated last week, had her kairos moment as a young child because she died as a Roman martyr at the age of 13. St. Dismas, on the other hand, had his kairos moment as he hung on the cross next to Jesus. Known as the good thief, at the last minute possible, he turned to Jesus and asked, Remember me, Lord, when you come into your kingdom. I think there are also kairos moments that are meant for the good of whole societies and countries. For example, Patrick Henry's proclamation during the American Revolution that now is the time for all good men to come to the aid of their country. Or Franklin Delano Roosevelt, confident building statement at the beginning of World War II that only, only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Or when John F. Kennedy challenged Americans during his inaugural address, ask not what you can do for your country, ask what your country, ask not what the, your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Jesus spoke a communal Kairos statement in our gospel today using the words metanoia and kairos. That is, the kingdom of God is at hand. In other words, the kingdom of God is now. Repent and believe in the good news. In other words, convert more closely to God and his will. That's probably the most succinct summary of Jesus's ministry and all of scripture. The kingdom of God is close at hand. Repent and believe the good news. 
In our time, it seems to me anyway, that God is calling all of us to deeper metanoia or conversion as an anecdote to the mess of the world around us. As my young friend says, things are bad in our world today. Catholics, though, as a body, the body of Christ needs deeper conversion and holiness to turn the ship of the world around. We need the virtue of magnanimity, which means that we will go the extra mile or to go out of our way for the good of God and his will and the good of others. Perhaps the events of this past year are meant to be the Kairos moment for the church in the modern era. Or we can all pray fervently for the Lord's return, like St. Paul does in our second reading today. It didn't stop his mission, and it shouldn't stop ours as we deal with the troubled world around us. What are we going to do about the troubled world around us? Many of us hear a statement or a question like that, and we want to return to our comfortable lives. We want to hide. But I believe our communal kairos moment has come. A decision has to be made, and putting it off won't help anyone at all. And once that decision is made, there could be no going back. Once we start, we can't stop and return to old ways without rejecting God and his will. The people of Nineveh heard Jonah's preaching a Kairos moment if there ever was one. As we just heard, Jonah goes preaching through the city of Nineveh and they gave up their evil ways and fasted and did penance and repentance of their sins and charted a new course. One thing about Kairos moments is their sense of urgency, that our time is running out. It is time to choose without fear or dread, but with great confidence because we have been called to it by Almighty God. So let us choose goodness, truth, wisdom, and love with Jesus as our guide. Let his, wor let his words be in our hearts and on our lips on this day and throughout this week and throughout our lives. Amen.